Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars, episode 99, the 99th episode of Spotlight Star Wars. There was a weird episode that might not have been counted. The Spotlight Star Wars program began on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Something I did on a little Saturday morning just to talk Star Wars with myself uh, while I knew I was starting to transition out of Jedi Alliance, and uh, that, that helped... Uh, you know, launch Force Center with, with Joseph Scrimshaw coming on board, and he and I kind of said, "What should we do?" Then we said, "Well, let's Jennifer should come in," and and this little triumphant was was uh, formed. We sit at a triangle, 
and came up with the, the three of us came up with the Four Center Podcast feed, but it, it all, you know, Spotlight Star Wars was how, how I started talking about Star Wars on my own. But along the way, um, one of the numbers got messed up. So this might actually be the 100th episode. It could be the 105th. No, I think there was just one one weird one, but much like, uh, you know, Luke finding that uh, the very truths we cling to are, you know, are only true from a certain point of view, I think the very podcast numbers we cling to are true from only a very certain point of view. Um, so, uh, next episode will be the 100th and I've got some, uh, I've got some stuff planned. Now the 50th episode of spotlight star Wars, I did the top 50 moments of star Wars and, uh, you know, I'd love to do something more with star Wars moments. That might be something uh, down the line, but I, uh, I also, uh, I have some ideas. Spotlight star Wars might, uh, might structure a little different. Still going to be a monologue from me to you, but uh, we might get some segments and stuff that repeats and uh, the stuff that incorporates your voices, uh, your thoughts uh, in of the Star Wars galaxy as well, because I had a lot of fun on the 98th episode going to our Patreon page and reading some of uh, uh, your first sparks of Star Wars joy. And I loved doing that, and that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. So we might, uh, we might do something like that on a more regular basis. Stay tuned. But uh, this is all possible because of you guys. And speaking of possible because of you guys, I will highlight for a moment our Patreon supporters. If you're not a Patreon supporter, this isn't some uh, national public radio call for action. Never feel like you need to support. You listening is truly the best way to support. But on Patreon, patreon.com slash 4Center, if you do want to go, they made it possible for our new show, which is Happy Beeps with Jennifer Landa. Now, she still does Jedi Beat from time to time, but those were kind of long-form Star Wars news magazine type of pieces. She put a lot of work into them. And the reality is, you know, this is not all our full-time jobs, uh, Jedi Beat. Um, couldn't be done on a, on a regular basis at this time. But, but people were, were asking for Jennifer's voice. because Jennifer's voice is very important to Force Center. And it's uh, very valued and important to me and Joseph as well. And so a conversation, we, we, we said, like, hey, let's figure something out. We need, we need a Jennifer Landa show. And we put it out there because uh, we want to get uh, a new song from Tony Thaxton, which is his work is amazing. You can hear a lot of his, a lot of his work uh, right here. But he also has his own stuff. You can follow him and and find his work. Go to TonyThaxton.com uh, and uh, and and Twitter. And uh, all this to say, this comes together Friday, uh, this past Friday. If you listen to these shows in order, I don't know if you do or not. I don't know why I would assume you listen to the Four Center podcast feed in order. It's not like a saga film, um, but you can jump around if you want. But this past Friday, the first episode of Happy Beeps was released. It was great. I started my morning listen to it. I actually hadn't heard it yet. Um, Jennifer queued it up, put it out to the world, and uh, it was a, a, a blast, fun. Definitely very much in keeping with our theme here in Force Center, which is to celebrate the galaxy as best we can, as best we can. And Happy Beeps is out there. I encourage you guys to listen to it. And again, thanks to the supporters that that made it happen. We view our Patreon page as a, as a place to get business done. We're forming community, a community there, all that good stuff that we definitely believe in. But above all, in this day and age of changing new media, changing digital media, and if you've been following me over on the Knapsack Files, 
and my career path. Yeah, it is changing and changing drastically. More changes coming. But one thing that I think remains is communities based around specific shows and those shows kind of being a little bit more direct to consumer on their own. And that is what Patreon has allowed us to do. So I cannot champion it enough and also say thank you to the supporters who really made that new show happy. Happen made that happy new show happy. You get the idea. You get the idea. But let's talk about the big Star Wars news. We are going to have uh, more on it uh, on Force Center, of course, when the three of us get together to record. A lot of news to discuss. But I did want to take a moment to talk about something that, you know, the news that I'm, I'm actually really excited about. Really excited about it. And, I, you know, I don't get to stretch my legs uh, all the time on uh, Collider Jedi Council. Uh, it's a joy to be part of that show. I'm still part of it, even though I don't work there anymore. And I pop in every Thursday and uh, sit down and, and get to talk Star Wars with some cool people. So sometimes, though, I don't get to stretch my legs as much. And the, the Favreau taking over, uh, or, or the Favreau TV series, I should say, that news had broke that day. And those are my first thoughts. And, you know... I know the there's always two sides to every story in Star Wars. Star Wars is Star Wars is under the gun right now from a, a certain section of fans who uh, you know uh, correctly hold Star Wars to certain standards that they have in terms of who's creating um, the the properties and who's the stories and, and who's on screen uh, the diversity of it and, I, and that's that's always part of it. Um, and when you're on a, a news based show like Jedi Council, it is a news based show on a news based network. You have to discuss every aspect of the story. And that upsets some people a lot. That, that, that people get upset about that. Um, if we if we mention it, hey, uh, people are a little upset uh, with th- this announcement for X, Y and Z. Uh, then I get a bunch of tweets like, how could you talk about that? Uh, how, you know, you know, it's a news story. And the news story has a bunch of things around it, a bunch of, of, of thoughts and takes and, and ideas around it. And that's what we have to discuss. Uh, we do it here in Force Center, but definitely on Jedi Council because it is a news-based show. That's why the show's not broken up into little segments about Ewoks and, and Jar Jar or anything, or pod racing or X-Wings or anything like that. It, it is we discuss the news. Now, Force Center, we discuss the news as well, and we discuss it in a similar fashion sometimes. Now, why, Ken, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? What's going on here? I, I, I want to be honest with you guys and address some of this stuff, you know? Um, and, and if uh, I don't discuss the news points exactly the way you want, then I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. And I apologize, uh, but I got this mic right here, and this is what was going on. So that said, the reason I'm bringing it why, why am I bringing this all, all up, is I really want to celebrate and enjoy the Favreau news, and I'm going to do that here right now. Because I think John Favreau, executive producing and writing a live-action Star Wars TV show on the streaming service, which is, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Everything will be a streaming service at some point. Uh, that news is really cool. It is something I'm so happy. And I think number one, number one, I believe what Kathleen Kennedy was said in her statement that was uh, very much pre-written, predetermined, pre-figured out, and with great intent that this will allow a, a new uh, roster of diverse talents 
and uh, to come in and, and she, I think she used the word robust, create a robust. Um, I 100% number one believe that is happening. All right. So let's put that aside for a second. Okay. Can, can, can you all be okay with that? Can I be okay with that? Let's not talk about the, the, those bigger issues. And, and those are all important issues to, to discuss. And I'm sure we'll discuss it more and more. But I want to talk about just the plain excitement I have for this news. John Favreau is a talent. I've been a fan of Swingers since Swingers was out in the theaters. We've watched him grow. And now he wrote that movie. Lyman directed, of course, but he wrote that movie. He's been a, he's been a hyphen talent for a while. We watched them grow, right? He went from, uh, you know, I wouldn't ever call him a leading man, um, but he got into great shape at some point, and I understand the struggle. Um, but then he, he became a storyteller. He became a filmmaker. All right? Uh, made his first directorial effort. It's pretty good. Peter, Peter Falk's in it. I love Peter Falk. Columbo. I had, I had oysters, or I sat next to Peter Columbo one night while he had oysters, and I told, told him about my struggles with depression. And he patted me on the shoulders and said, it's going to be all right, kid. Uh, weird story from another time. So Favreau has grown into not just an actor, not just a writer or director, into a storyteller, into someone who's good at creating worlds. I still... Even though I'm, uh, you know, infamously, if you follow my career on uh, Movie Talk and Screen Junkies and all that stuff, infamously not a huge superhero movie fan. Just not. I like it. I appreciate it. Um, But I still say one of my favorite MCU movies is the first Iron Man, the one that started it all. That's Favreau. Now, two, Iron Man 2, a little different. Rushed. Got it. That happens. Marvel isn't always infallible. We, we forget that from time to time. They have made some mistakes. Not huge, colossal mistakes like their rivals, but they've made them. And I think uh, Iron Man 2 falls in that category. But the first Iron Man, now we're, we're seeing uh, Jungle Book, uh, Lion King. Favreau is someone who I think is not just going to sit down and be like, let's make a movie. He's going to say, let's make a story. Let's carve out a little section of the Star Wars universe and uh, and tell this story and build these characters and build these build, build, build the conflicts and give us resolutions, all the good stuff. It's going to be a world to crawl into. And he is, as it's noted, he's a Star Wars fan. He knows it. he was part of the Clone Wars. He played, uh, he voiced pre Vizsla. So he's uh, steeped, I think, he's interested in the Mandalorians and the Mandalorian history. And a lot of people are. He, of course, is going to be in Solo, voicing an alien, which is interesting. I almost wonder. This is total speculation. Now, this Favreau deal has been, been bandied about for a while. This stuff doesn't happen overnight. Uh, Dan and Dave taking over a movie series. I heard rumors of that prior to San Diego Comic-Con over the summer. I don't know why I said prior, but I said prior. Uh, I, I, that was stuff that we hear on this side of the, on the mic had had I mean absolutely, I heard whispers. Dan and Dave, they might go to Star Wars. And I, it, it was so long ago, I forgot about it. And when the news was announced, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh wait, I'd heard that. So some of the Favreau rumblings had been around for a while. He his, you know, hit some home runs for Disney. So Disney's gonna uh, look at that for what they're building. Iger, Bob Iger, Uncle Bob. 
had said before in some of his business conference calls that the streaming service, when it comes to Star Wars, was probably going to surprise people with some of the names. And I think uh, Favreau was the first of many. The first of many. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So I am really the, and even after the more I've, I've thought about it, the more I've thought about it, I, uh, I, I really like the idea of Favreau writing and executive producing a TV series. And this is going to allow again for new talent to come in. He's got a former writer's room. You got to get directors. I do hope Filoni has a chance to direct some live action, to work with some live action beyond just helping inform the story. I'm sure that's happening. But uh, I like to see what Filoni can do now that uh, Rebels in his, is in his rearview mirror. I'm sure there's a, a you know work of a new animated series on the way too. But I'd like to see what Filoni can do. Um, but Favreau's going to be executive producing. He's still going to make his movies. He's still going to be around. So it's uh, it's there. How many episodes? I don't know. Now I'd be happy with ten. Uh, you know, HBO, think HBO, think Game of Thrones, Sopranos, any of that short series, short seasons. Um, I'd rather have, you know, this isn't a sitcom. This isn't 22 episodes of wacky Star Wars. Give me 10, give me eight, give me 12 at the most, uh, 12, the budgets, all that kind of stuff that can, um, you know, that, that, that starts stretching there. There's a reason, uh, there's a reason, you know, Game of Thrones is 10, and then now 7, and then now 6 in the final season. A lot of money, a lot of effort. Shoot them like that. And that's what I want. I want this Star Wars series. I, I have been dubious before about Star Wars live-action TV show, all that kind of stuff. Like the animated stuff, like Clone Wars. Really grew to lo- like Rebels, uh, despite any, any questions or, or, or any problems I had early on with it. And I had some early on with it. Um, but the story, in the end, wins me over. But there's something, even back when there was rumors of what we now believe would have been Star Wars Underworld, uh, with Ronald D. Moore writing all the scripts, and, and I love uh, what Ronald D. Moore does, specifically Battlestar Galactica, one of my favorite uh, shows of all time, one of my favorite sci-fi uh, properties of all time. Uh, the reboot was a big hit, big home run, and if he'd been involved with Star Wars Underworld, or whatever the series was, would have been called, I mean... Uh, you know, I liked it, and George would have been behind it. But I, there was a part of me, I will admit, there was a part of me that was always like, I said, Star Wars on my TV, like live act. Animated's different. Live action Star Wars on my TV, I don't know, man. This is a big screen experience for me. Uh, and then times change. Uh, I always, uh, Sopranos, I definitely think is a show that deserves a lot of credit. The Wire deserves, deserves a lot of credit for bringing something extra to a, quote, television show, just a TV show. And then Lost, I think, uh, changes the game. And then 2011, Game of Thrones. Absolutely. It's not just because I am a rabid, obsessed fan. Game of Thrones, you guys have heard me say before, changes everything. Each week we have a giant, epic mini-movie. And it just got bigger and better. If you go back to season one, some of those wigs are cheap. The sets are cheaper. Uh, Then it grows and grows and grows. 
So my expectations start there. Sorry, Favreau. Sorry, Disney. Sorry, Lucasfilm. My expectations for what I will be paying, I'm sure I'll be paying a pretty penny for this Disney streaming service for this one show and whatever else they're going to give me. Uh, And I'm okay with it. I got my Netflix, my Hulus, my Amazon Primes. I got my WWE Network. I got all that, all right? That's just the way media works now. Um, My expectations for that series are already huge and big and high. You have to reach those standards. This cannot look like Babylon 5 and all respect, all due respect to uh, anyone behind Babylon 5. I didn't watch the show. And a lot of writers, cast, and crew, and great performers. Bruce Boxleiter, all right? I grew up watching Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Great show. All right. I don't mean to disparage the show, but it had a certain look to it. Even some of the great Star Trek series, all right? I don't want to get a Star Trek Star Wars fight, but, I mean, it looked like it was on TV. That's okay, especially back then. Times are different. Next Generation, great series. I am a fan of Next Generation. I'm a fan of Star Trek, too. Um, we've had that discussion before with, uh, Mance and Inman, but, uh, it looked like it was on TV. I cannot have my Star Wars. Yeah, I said my, like I'm a, like I'm, I'm a obsessive, possessive fanboy. I cannot have my Star Wars looking like it's a little TV show. It needs to be big, which is why Favreau is a good fit. He knows big. He knows epic. He knows how to tell tiny little stories. Swingers and, and, and Chef, tiny little stories, wonderful little stories. Love both those movies, but he also knows how to go big. So I think that's a good framework. And then whoever comes in to direct, form the writer's room, all that stuff, that's another bonus. And then they're going to bring their own set of skills and, and how to tell these stories. But as far as the series, and, and we'll speculate more, Speculate responsibly. But as far as the series and what it would be about, it's, of course, the big question. I, I really believe, and I've been you know, thinking about this for a while, I've wanted an Old Republic TV series. If you're going to go Old Republic TV, seemed good. I'll, you know, again, everyone goes, oh, look at Game of Thrones. And then Dan and Dave come on, and now they're going to the big screen. And I think... I'm starting to think more that they'll be dealing with that time period. Makes some sense. And that's why a series of movies makes sense versus a trilogy of movies, because you might want that story to go longer. There will be a lot more to tell. I don't know anything about that. I do not know any inside information on that. Um, You know, there's some, at times some information floats into my brain, but I have to push it out because uh, I don't want to have an unfair advantage. But as far as the TV show now, if the old republic's off the table, I really am looking at what Favreau knows in Star Wars, what he knows, what he has played, what he has studied up on, and that is the Mandalorians. I really think we need to hear, we need to know about the Mandalorians we've heard a lot, we've seen a lot, Filoni and team have presented us with a lot. I said this on Jedi Council, so it's not a surprise if you're listening to that show. And if you don't, hey, check it out. I really think, I love this idea. We've got Bo-Katan, voiced by Katie Sackhoff. 
We got her in control of the Mandos. She's got that dark saber. She is an accomplished actress, specifically in TV. She's had some hits in the movies, but specifically in TV. She is Starbuck. Katie Starbuck, as we call her. Um, as I've said to her face. And then she punched me. Um, long buyer. She knows the drill. She knows how to make it work. It is a specific skill. And she undeniably was, the, I think, the scene stealer and the star of Battlestar Galactica as Starbuck in a gender reversed role that upset a lot of people because, you know, that was, uh, I grew up in the late 70s and, and Starbuck was definitely different, right? So she has basically led a, an important cult favorite and also intensely scrutinized sci fi series. Battlestar is not Star Wars, I know that. Can you see, can you envision a series following Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians through, maybe through the time period of the Galactic Civil War? Because of what we've seen on Rebels with Sabine and her family and how close Rebels runs to the events of the Galactic Civil War, this isn't the Clone Wars. We got a lot with the Mandalorians during the Clone Wars, but you could say, hey, that's 19 or more years before A New Hope. A lot could have happened. The Mandalorians could have been wiped off the planet. The Death Star could have taken them off or some other imperial weapon. All right. The Emperor might have been like, we, we don't want they they got jetpacks and a like kind of super lightsaber. Get them out of here. All right. All that makes some sense to me in my mind. But because Rebels took the Mandalorians and pushed them so close to the Galactic Civil War, much like I need my answer, and we talked about it when Joseph and I reacted to the season and series finale of, of Rebels, I need my answer of where Ahsoka was during the Galactic Civil War, and I think we'll get it. little patience, Kenny. little patience. I really am growing more interested in the idea of getting an answer from the Mandalorians themselves uh, on where they were. All right? Because now we know that they're there. Growing up, oh, the old, Ken, gather around, children, Ken's going to tell an old days Star Wars fan story. Growing up, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett was a Mandalorian, right? That's changed. We know he's not. Jango Fett, not actually a Mandalorian, just kind of took the armor, Blah, blah, blah. Legends can. It's all mixed. It's a little different. But yes, but go, go with me back to those heady days of the mid-80s. We believe Boba Fett was wearing the armor of kind of this uh, historic group of people. We didn't know much about it. There were some wars. Were they part of the Clone Wars? There was some thought that uh, Boba Fett's armor, the Mandalorian armor, had to do with the Clone Wars. All right, this is me, little Kenny, talking about it with his friends on the playgrounds back in the day. Well, I heard that Boba Fett's armor is from the, the Clone Wars. That, you know, Obi Wan talks about the Clone Wars, and that's what uh, those are the clones. So I always found it interesting. I always was intrigued by the fact that we finally see the clones in Attack of the Clones. Uh, the first time that kind of popped up, and I was like, oh. They kind of look like Mandalorians. They look like stormtroopers with Mandalorian type of helmets. Interesting. Makes some sense. And then George takes it in a bit of a different direction. All right. Whether you like it or not, it's different. And the answer is a little different. And it's not 
the Mandalorians. Jango isn't pure Mandalorian. The clones aren't pure Mandalorian. And Boba Fett's just kind of taken up the armor his father wore. Um, so back then, Boba Fett stood on an island, a figurative island, uh, where his armor meant something more, meant something, meant something from the past. Well, now, the way the new canon's gone, we know that's not necessarily true. The Mandalorians, the Mandalorians had something to do with rebels. It had something to do with helping the rebels. So, the question is, what happened? Bo-Katan takes the Darksaber. Sabine is supposed to lead. Bo-Katan, that entire little two-episode arc to start this fourth season of Rebels, is priming Sabine Wren to lead. I believed it. I was like, yeah, that's the next animated series. Sabine's going to go off with the Mandalorians. A Mando series with Sabine. But no, it didn't work, and it's gone a different direction, I think. Ahsoka and Sabine chase Ezra out into the Unknown Regions. Might be an interesting story, too. But at the end of the episode, and I love that Bo-Katan is in charge. She has the Darksaber. Her sister, of course, is Duchess Satine. Duchess Satine, of course, the great love of of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Love, love. All this interesting stuff is going on. And it's very close to a time period that a lot of people think seem to be done with. All right, we've had the original trilogy and then squished, squished around that now. We got Rogue One and a lot of books and then comics are running from A New Hope to Empire right now. And they might go past that. And then we got Aftermath, which is 18 months or so from Endor to the Battle of Jakku. We're squished around a lot. And if we get an Obi-Wan movie, we get a Jabba movie, we're squished around in, this, in, a, in, a, in one part of the story, one part of the galaxy. And I understand that. I actually really respect that take. Dan and Dave, Ryan Johnson, looks like they're going to be taking you into different parts. And then we'll see what the reaction is. Then we'll see. If Ryan Johnson's like, I'm telling you a story way out here in the unknown regions. And people are like, okay, cool. Where's Luke? He's not in this one, but why not? We'll see what happens. And if Dan and Dave go way back, way back when, I think they'll be okay as long as they have some lightsabers. I'm talking about with the general public and the general Star Wars fandom, not the, not the, not the detail-oriented, obsessive ones like you and I. So all I had to say, this, hey, let's move away from the time period, I get it. I'm on board with that. I want to see some novels in different story uh, settings and some comics. Um, you know, uh, there's some interesting stuff to explore out there. But in terms of an, uh, a live-action show, give me The Mandalorians. Give me Katie Sackoff as Bo-Katan leading the way. Put it very close to the Galactic Civil War. Put it in the Galactic Civil War. What happened? Did the Empire have to deal with them? Did Bo-Katan look at her people and say, we got to help? Did Sabine Wren at any point while she's on Lothal reach out to Bo-Katan and say, it seems like there's a big war going on. You want to you help? You helped us before. Now, I know the end of Rebels makes us believe that Sabine and, and the rest of the team just kind of waited out on Luthal and were like, oh, the Empire never came. Something must have happened. I know that's how it seems, but I, I'm sure they're very aware of what's going on. I mean, I got to imagine in my head canon that uh, some of the stuff could happen. Some of the stuff is possible. 
And you got Favreau, who, you know, knows this, this, this side of the Star Wars story, this part of the Star Wars story. He's not going to be in it. Pre Vizsla isn't going to be there, unless it's in flashback or something. What would it be? What is that story? And can it be told? I am really doubling down on this idea. It's something that's been on my mind for a while of when are we going to get the Mandalorians? People want the Mandalorians. Have you ever been to a convention? Have you been to Star Wars Celebration? When 600 people dressed in Mandalorian armor brush by you en route to an event or a parade or a photo op? People want to know. Could that story be told in an animated series? Yes. Could that story be told in a novel? Sure. Comic series? Yes. Video game? Yes. But if you're not going to put it on a movie, not going to put it on the big screen, where I have to leave my house and buy overpriced popcorn and hope that no weirdo sits next to me, if you're not going to do that, but you're launching this streaming service that you're say, saying is going to be bigger than you think. It's going to surprise you with the names, both on screen and behind the, the scenes. It's going to surprise you with the scope. Do you want to pay for it? How are they going to get your money out of your pocket? Something that you've always wanted, maybe. Some of you might not. I'm not huge, believe and interesting. I'm not a huge. I've never been like a giant Mandalorian fan, but I'm very intrigued by what they presented in Clone Wars and Rebels. But if it's that, we're going to give you the Mandalorians. Ooh, but even even better, we're going to give you the Mandalorians in a time period you're familiar with. They might have to fight the Empire. It's going to be a new set of characters, so you don't have to worry about young Leia, young uh, Han, uh, Luke, all those people that you know that we can't really recast and put on TV in this, in this time period. You could have the young Leia goes to college series. Put Molly, Millie Bobby Brown in that. You'll be all right. Um, we're going to give you that. You might see some familiar villains. You might see some familiar uh, gear, some some familiar ships, and a, definitely a, a familiar time period. I think then the general public, I use that term, you know, loosely, the ones that are like, I like Disney, I like Star Wars. Am I going to pay $10 a month for this? What would we, Oh, is that a stormtrooper in Boba Fett or a Boba Fett guy? That's, I, I've always, yeah, give me that. That's intriguing. It's a possible recipe for success. Are there other stories to tell? Absolutely. There's a lot to tell. Could Favreau give us the Star Wars Underworld series? Could Favreau tell the rise and fall of Jabba the Hutt in a TV series? All apologies to Guillermo del Toro, who should be directing and telling that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am looking at this series to help Help answer some questions. I have questions about that galactic civil war. We have focused on our heroes for an entire, well, my, my entire life. Most of your lives. We have focused on Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia Organa, Darth Vader, Emperor Palpatine, Stormtroopers versus Rebels, Empire versus Rebels, TIE Fighters, 
X-Wings, Y-Wings. That's what we've been focused on for a very long time. And in that, we have not heard the stories of what happened outside of our superstars, outside of the veritable all-star game of heroes. Could be time. Could be time. What do you guys think? Let's get sweaty. Let's get deep. What do you think this live-action show could be? What do you want it to be? And what are the stories that you think can and will and maybe need to be told in a live-action format on the small screen? That is Spotlight Star Wars for this week. We'll be back in a couple weeks with the 100th episode and some new things, some new segments, some new ideas, but the same idea behind it all. Me, Cat Napsock, monologuing to you. It'll be there. Guys, you can follow Force Center at Force Center Pod. Find our Facebook page. Go to the Patreon page. T Public has our shirts. And we also have a website, forcecenterpod.podomatic.net. I know, it's long, and we're working on that. But that's what it is right now. Forcecenterpod.podomatic.net. That includes our newly launched Star Wars blog. A lot of stories, a lot of things on the way there with that. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the support today. Appreciate it going back to the beginning and hope to still have your support for a hundred more episodes of Spotlight Star Wars. We'll see you next time. May that force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.